If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. And the tougher one I think to climb out of is the one where you're just living this mediocre life, just existing in the middle. Your life isn't bad, but it's not good either. And that's the person I really want to speak to because I think it's harder to change things when there's not a red flag. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I'm so excited to invite you to listen in on a conversation with one of my dear friends. Her name is Mal. And Mal and I often joke with one another that we are life twins. We find ourselves in this season of life where we have so many parallels, whether it's launching books or building homes or raising babies. And her friendship means so much to me, which is why I'm just so excited that you get to know her today if you don't already know her. Mallory Irvin is known for exuding energy and joy and laughter wherever she is, whether it's on the stage in the Miss America pageant or on screen as a three-time contestant on the show, The Amazing Race. She has built this platform from her passion of sharing fashion and beauty and life and motherhood. And now it's this massive global lifestyle brand. And one thing that I love about Mal's story is that she is no stranger to battling unhealthy attachments to performance and success. And she actually talks about it. So what did her journey look like in overcoming those unhealthy patterns to find a deeply fulfilling life? Well, Mal gets vulnerable and real. She talks about it in her book, Living Fully, and in her new book called All In. And she's on the Gold Digger podcast with me now to unpack pieces of her story that I know we can all relate to. If you've ever felt like you're living a just fine existence or that you're stuck in this valley and you can't see the light or that you're not truly living the 
a life that's true to your visions, well, this conversation is for you. So pour a cup of coffee, get cozy for this chat and come meet my friend Mal. Let's dive on in. One of the best things about hosting the Gold Digger podcast is getting to chat with people who are experts in areas that I'm not, like the area of product-based businesses. I got to host a conversation with Jacqueline Snyder and Mina Kunlo-Sitep from the Product Boss podcast last year. And now I am so excited because they have joined me on the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Take your physical product sales and strategy to the next level to create your dream life with a workshop style strategy hour of social media and marketing strategies so that you can up level as the boss of your business. If you love Gold Digger, I know you'll love the product boss. So tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Well, this has been a long time coming. Welcome to the podcast, Mal. I am so excited to be here. And I just said on Instagram, I was like, if Jenna and I had saved all of our audio messages over the past year, we would have 25 podcasts. (laughs) Truly though. I mean, it's kind of unreal. Like when you meet someone and you're like, they're kind of living the same life I am just in a different climate, which is kind of what we found out about each other, which was kind of amazing. We're life twins. We're life twins in so many areas the fact that my husband came to grab my baby and, and take in there and feed because he is like a full-time parent like Drew and we're building houses and we're having babies and we're releasing books. And I would rather be no one else's life twin, but yours because oh my I really gosh. admire your life and, and what you're doing over there. So while this stage of life has so much in common, let me just say for the record, I was never in Miss America. I was never on The Amazing Race. I have never sang Ave Maria to my in-laws at a holiday dinner. Can you kind of give, for anyone who isn't familiar with you, kind of give me a little glimpse into your life and your story that has led you to this point today? Yes. And first of all, you did go viral in a swimsuit. That's so true. You're kind of like, that's a little bit of Miss America, you know? <laughs> I remember <laughs> seeing that on a morning show somewhere, that picture of you looking all cute on the beach. Oh, my Lord. True. But yeah, I had a, a funny kind of roundabout way of arriving to where I'm at right now, which is a lifestyle entrepreneur of sorts. I grew up on this farm with 23 first cousins. I was the oldest. And I was always like a natural achiever and loved doing these big things. So even though I was, I was from this tiny town, I had big dreams and I was doing big things even from this little spot in Kentucky. And so I went on to be Miss Kentucky in 2009 and I was a runner up in Miss America in 2010 and immediately was cast for a reality show that it's called The Amazing Race. You like race around the world for a million dollars. There's teams of two. My dad was my partner and that was literally months after Miss America in 2010. And then before that season even aired, I was cast for the all-star season of it. So within one year in 2010, I did Miss America, The Amazing Race, and The Amazing Race, an all-star season. So you want to talk about being on top of a mountain and on top of the world at uh, 26 or 27, like that was like a peak moment for me. and. Like a lot of people's stories, sometimes when you get to the top of the mountain and you look around and you start feeling things kind of like what's next and everybody's watching and waiting for my next move, then begins the crumble. And I literally, I crumbled under the weight of a lot of that success and 
over the next few years, I really struggled. I really struggled. I felt like I was expected to do so much because I'd done all these big things at such a young age. And I know this is a story that a lot of people tell and have. And my story ended up in a place where I never thought it would end up, especially in the height of all my goals in 2010. And I ended up developing a pretty bad prescription pill addiction. And I ended up in a treatment center for six months of my life. Then for the next, you know, I I got sober. That was a long time ago, almost 10 years ago now. And nobody really knew that about me. They kind of knew I didn't drink. And I started out in the space of social media, kind of like you and, and built this career and this podcast and YouTube channel and a merchandise line. And I ended up with this really vibrant life. And I felt like it was finally time to tell people what got me there. Because I just felt like, you know, if you don't tell the whole story, I just feel like you're pulling the wool over people's eyes and you're, you're telling them how to live a better life. But I wasn't sharing the full story of how I got there. So then yeah. I wrote Living Fully. And that's a nutshell. But that was probably a pretty big nutshell. So sorry. No. So I want to know, you know, we connected. It was actually kind of crazy. I was listening to Annie Downs podcast and I heard your episode on there and I like right away DM'd you of like, oh my gosh, like your story was so amazing and congrats on your book launch. And like, I cannot believe we had not crossed paths at the time. What was that journey like writing a book and kind of sharing things that you had never talked about before? It was very, in the beginning, I thought the process of writing a book was going to be very therapeutic and I would feel really good writing it. And I did in the beginning. I felt really good. But then, you know, as that date approaches, when you're going to birth that book into the world, I got really scared because I couldn't take it back. You know, the contract signed, the book is written, it's printed, sitting in the warehouse of all the stores that it's going into. And I thought to myself, you know, like once this is out there, I can never take it back. Once this is out into the world, this is how people will see me. This is who people will know me as. And I don't know if you know Jamie Kern Lima. She she is so incredible and reminds me a lot of you because she's a real um, champion of women. And we were talking, this was probably like the week that my book came out and I'm trying to think of exactly what she said to me, but it changed my mind about everything. And she said, like, if you want to, she said something like, if you, if you want to influence people, like show them your successes. And she said, but if you want to really like impact people's lives and change people's lives, like show them your failures and Hmm. not that getting sober was a failure, but it was a dark spot. And I said to myself, you know, that's what I want to do. Like in this space of, quote unquote, influencers, you can influence them to do a lot of things, to buy a lot of things and wear a lot of things. And that's not what I wanted to do anymore. I wanted to share this out of my story, regardless of how people would receive it, because I knew it would change some people's lives. And I knew some people were living like I had been living and had never heard someone like me tell their story potentially and connect it with that. And that's all I wanted. And so it was scary. But then like, as soon as it came out and I was meeting those lines of people at book signings and uh, doing interviews and stuff, I just knew I could feel it in my bones that I'd done the right thing. So I'm sure you felt the same way. Yeah. So one of the things that you and I also have in common is our history with (laughs) loss, pregnancy loss. And 
something that really connected me just to your story is like you were also kind of in a valley. So it's like just when you get your footing again and you're able to like kind of tie mm-hmm. up this one part of your life with a pretty bow, another part kind of unravels, right? And it's like, yes. now what? And I feel like too, for people like you and I, it's like, you're always trying to look for the bright side or like, what am I supposed to be learning in this? But sometimes there's nothing to be learned, right? Like sometimes you just have to sit there. Talk to me a little bit about that journey because a lot of times people wait to show up until they have the answers or, you know, the redemption or all of that. Mm -hmm. And like, you were kind of in the spotlight while also being in this season of like, okay, now what? And like, what's next? I I was. And you know, I actually, it was a few weeks before my book came out that I announced my pregnancy with my daughter Sunday, who you've met. She's six months and I hope you can't hear in the background of this, but I know your followers are okay with stuff like that because they follow you. And I was nervous, but I didn't really have a choice because I was going on a book tour and I was showing. I get really big, really fast. And I was about 18 weeks maybe. And there was just no, absolutely no hiding it. Real quick, I just wanted to pause this conversation and share a trigger warning with you. Mal and I have connected on the awful experience of having recurrent pregnancy loss. And we are about to talk about that in this episode. I wanted to give you the opportunity to press pause or to skip ahead six minutes in the show if that is not a topic that you want in your life right now or a topic that will serve you. We are going to talk about our experiences with losses and some of the things that we did in that season and in that valley. And I just wanted to share this trigger warning with you before we enter that part of the conversation in case it is time for you to hit pause or head to a different episode of the show. As always, I want to share content that is inspirational, but never harmful. All right, let's get back to this episode. So I, in one year before I got pregnant with Sunday, well, beginning of my story, I had two healthy boys, no complications, no issues. I had um, gestational diabetes, but that was the only thing. I'd never had a miscarriage before. And when we started trying after Shepard, I got pregnant and had my first miscarriage. It was early. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you never think you're going to be a part of the club. And then you're in it. And I kind of came to terms with it because I was like, well, you know what? I know a lot of women experience this and it's really given me a good perspective. I know I'll be fine though. Like I had two healthy babies and then I had another one. And then I'm kind of like on shaky ground, kind of thinking, you know, has something happened with my body that's you know, something that I need to go see some specialists about or like, am I able to carry another pregnancy? You know, what's going on? And I talked to my OB and like after two, they take you seriously, but like, they just kind of say like, this still happens. Kind of like keep coming back, you know, come in here again, like just try again. And then I had a third loss and this is all within, you know, one year of time. And after the third loss, I would say, is when they start taking things seriously. That's when I started seeing the specialists. And, you know, I actually wrote about this in um, All In, the new, this is a companion book that is coming out that goes along with my Living Fully messages. But when I was writing Living Fully, I'd never experienced loss in the form of miscarriage. And there's this concept that I talk about in my first book called like, ignore the noise. It's basically like, Life can get so noisy, opinions and voices and things around you can get so noisy that you can't even 
make a decision to move forward. You're doing everything 25%. You're taking a little bit of what this doctor says and a little bit of what this one says. And you kind of believe it, but you kind of don't. And what I realized in moving forward, because I knew I wanted to have another baby, I had this very strong desire and uh, I knew I had to make a decision. I wasn't in my 20s. You know, I'm in my 30s. I know that like, I don't have 10 years to figure this out. And I don't know if this is the right answer to go with this doctor's opinion, but I'm going to go with it. And that was a time in my life that taught me a big lesson about that in particular. And I had a host of things going on. I had a blood clotting disorder that had developed that I didn't have before. I had prediabetes. I had this, you know, blood mutation thing. All of the, <laughs> clearly I'm a doctor right now explaining these things, Jenna. <laughs> So I had all of these, this host of, of issues. And I, I had three different doctors telling me three different protocols. And I said, I don't know if this is the right decision, but I'm going to choose what this doctor said. So I got pregnant a fourth time, kind of halfway, like following a protocol. And I had a much later term loss than I had the first three. So here I am one year, four miscarriages. And I'm just like flat out on the floor at this point in time. I'm like, am I, ne- am I ever going to be able to carry another pregnancy? Like what is going on in my life and with my body? And as we are life twins, that is when I like really picked myself up and was like, I've got to get to the bottom of this on a health, like cellular level. And that is when I took the biggest journey of a health overhaul that I ever have in my life yeah. and it changed my life. And I lost like, So I lost so much weight um, as a byproduct and usually that doesn't matter, but with prediabetes, it does. I got on the right protocol for my blood clotting disorder and I was able to carry a healthy pregnancy. And I'm not here saying that like, this is the exact answer if you're experiencing miscarriage, but I am here to say that if you feel paralyzed after one loss or after four losses, like I felt, you really have to get quiet in your head and think, how do I want to move forward with all these opinions and all of these ideas about why this happened and what I need to do moving forward? You always want to have medical advice there because that's, that's the way that you're going to get there typically. But I just, I think so many people just get paralyzed by all these different opinions. And then you add stress on top of everything. And you know, like when you are wanting to carry pregnancy, stress is the absolute worst thing. But yeah, it taught me a powerful lesson. And, and like you, like you said, when you asked the question, like sometimes you just have to sit in it. Sometimes like you don't feel there's a reason for it. But I do believe that once you're on the other side, if you're fortunate enough to be on the other side with a healthy baby, you look at that baby and you see that that, that is your baby. And that is the baby that would not have been in your life had any one of those pregnancies worked out. And it at least can make you feel a little bit, not better about it, but more at peace with it, I think. Yes. My team and I absolutely hit the ground running in 2023. And I feel like we're going along at a pretty good clip to start off the new year. One thing that is so important to me as a business owner and a leader of this small but mighty team is getting aligned on our shared mission and goals for the year. If you're the same way, HubSpot is a fantastic tool. With HubSpot CRM, you can keep your marketing, sales, operations, and service teams in sync on one powerful platform that grows with your business. Capture leads, 
boost sales, and engage customers all from one powerful platform. Tools like a unified contact record, help desk automation, and customizable reporting make it easy to unite your team around a single source of truth, which means you can spend less time managing your software and more time connecting with your customers. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better in 2023 and get a special offer of 20% off on eligible plans at HubSpot.com slash Gold Digger. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think too, it's like crazy. You and I were actually talking about this like in person, but it was like when you've experienced that kind of loss, it's like, you're like throwing yourself in the ring again, knowing that like the outcome might not be what you want. And it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of faith to even step up because I, I think that too, you know, miscarriage and pregnancy loss is unlike any other loss because it invokes this like different type of fear on future loss where it's like, if you experience any other loss, like it's kind of, there's like this finite, degree of it yet miscarriage kind of puts a shadow on your future knowing what you know and so i think it's really you know incredible that you kept putting yourself in the ring and just kept trusting that that like calling and that yearning to have another child was there for a reason and oh look at how sweet she is yes Mm -hmm. precious and i just told them to move her into a room that's a little bit further away because she was just like having the best time ever in the background. And they're like, you hear her? But I love her. You know what? Talking about her. Yes. I think it's the best. And honestly, I remember one of my first episodes ever on this podcast, I was interviewing a mom of four kids and all of a sudden a kid starts playing piano in the background. And I was like, let's just keep it rolling. Like this is the kind of show this is going to be. And so I love that. So one of the things that I really resonate with, and you talk about it often is a lot of people are moving through their life, like just getting by, right? And let's kind of talk about what that looks like, because I think a lot of listeners can relate to that and what the other side of that could be. Yes. I think that you touch on this a lot in your book too. And this, you wake up in the morning and you're like, how did I end up here? Like, this is my life. This just isn't what I thought it was going to feel like. And 
I alluded to my story in the beginning of the podcast, but you know, I, I speak to two people in the books that I write. I speak to the people that have the red flags, like the addictions or the major loss or the trauma. You know, I had this, my addiction was really bad. There were a lot of red flags. It was kind of like get help or else kind of spot in my life. But the other person that I speak to is the person that is kind of okay. They're kind of fine. They feel like nothing's going really wrong in their life. So maybe that's good. So like maybe that's how they're supposed to feel in their life. They think that if everybody else in their house is happy, that it's good enough and they don't want to rock the boat. They're fine with comfortable and easy over this vibrant, big life. You and I both love this word, vibrant. So I wrote a chapter about that. And I called the chapter fine as the new rock bottom because yeah. a lot of people want to call rock bottom like the absolute lowest. That's that's the rock bottom I hit at the beginning with the drug addiction. But the other rock bottom and the tougher one I think to climb out of is the one where you're just living this mediocre life. You're just existing in the middle. Your life isn't bad, but it's not good either. And that's the person I really want to speak to because I think it's harder to change things when there's not a red flag, like blaring and glaring in your face. And I've had two journeys, I feel like, to living fully. And this is the one that I continue on the living fully journey. I want to live this big, full life. You and I talk a lot about this. We use different words, but you know, I just want this big, beautiful, vibrant life. And comfortable ain't going to get me there. <laughs> and neither is feeling just okay about things. So that's why I always push myself out of that zone. And I always want a podcast that I'm on or a book that someone reads that I wrote to be like a wake up call to those people. If you feel like that, if you feel like the things that I said at the beginning, that things are just pretty good because they're not bad, that's a red flag too. And I speak a lot to that person in living fully and in all in, because I don't believe that's the way that we're supposed to live. Talk to me about all in and why you're so excited about it. I remember when you posted like, and I'm working on my second book and I was like, girl, you just got like, catch your breath. How is this even a thing? And I love it because it's like they're buddies. So talk to me about that because it is coming out. I'm so excited about it. I love a good coffee table book. So talk to me about this. So it's coming out a year after my debut book, Living Fully. So Living Fully came out uh, in February of last year. And so it's coming out on the same week, literally one year later. And it's just like its little sister. (laughs) And it's really cool because Living Fully is coming out in paperback the same. So I feel like they're just coming back out into the world holding hands. And so Living Fully was my meaty story. This is like, I spent two years writing this book, blood, sweat, tears. This was like the story that I knew I needed to tell. All In is a lot more fun. (laughs) All In is very, it is kind of like the boots on the ground version of Living Fully. It's a book that you can write in. It's a book that you can create a vision board from, that you can make lists in or from. If you listen to the audio version, like there's a a little bonus PDF that goes with it. It's one that kind of takes the principles of living fully that I'm so passionate about that I use in my life every single day that I arrived at this life using, but then I also continue to use. It takes those principles and it takes them a step further and it really boils them down and simplifies them and has you write things out, put pen to paper and make the lists of the ways that you want to feel. And 
how you want to build your life and the, the visions that you really want for a year. You and I are really big on this. And I think a lot of people see the concept of vision boarding and journaling and stuff as just like this extra fluff that's woo woo and like good for you if you have time to do arts and crafts, but like, I don't have time for that. I always tell people, I'm like, this is free magic. This is yeah. free magic. This is real stuff neuroplasticity and like the brain's ability to change. You and I both love Dr. Tara Swart. Like, yes, I was just going to say that. Thing. Jenna, do you know that I, I've told you this before. Yeah. I listen to that podcast of you and Tara every single day on the treadmill. I would fast forward it to the... It's like minute 40 or something. I literally just sent it to a friend the other day and I was like, listen to this visualization exercise. My friend Mallory listens to it every single day. Every day. It is so powerful. It is so amazing. The brain's ability to change, like whether it's a vision board or whether it's journaling and like getting your thoughts out, whether it's meditation or like visualization. I am a lay person doing these things. I am not trained in any sort of thing like this, but I'm a person who has used these things. And I mean, my um, my sister-in-law that just said on my podcast that you were talking to before, she was like, it is so wild looking at your old vision boards because yes. everything came true. Yes. And they yes. were big reaches for me, Jenna. They were really big, humongous goals, but goals that I knew I could reach. And when people say to me like, yeah, but how do you do it? Like, okay. And then they just, you know, cut a few pictures out and slap it on there. And they're like, yeah, but mine didn't work. I'm like, you really need to look into this practice. And I talk a lot about that in All In and like how I do it and really boiling down the things that I want and making sure that what I put on my vision board, because my vision boards and vision boards in general are so powerful, is really what I want for my life. And then like, don't be afraid to reassess it. I mean, I'm not treating my vision board like a grocery list where I'm like adding something on there every single day, but... I do look at it and say, is this the life that I still want to live? Is this the way that I still see my future and my year? And sometimes I got to tear something off and put something else back on it. But I think it's powerful. And I think it can allude to like a lot of the things that you want in your life and how to bring a lot of those things into your life. I had this like really jam-packed vision board two years ago and Tara and I had become friends and she had come on my podcast and we just talked a lot and I sent her a picture of my vision board and she was like, too much stuff, too much stuff is in there. You're really (laughs) wanting some space in your life. You have to have space. And I was like, space? Like, I want to fill up every single bit of my life. I want it to be like overflowing with with this way that I want to live. Like, you know, you and I, we just love these big, full lives. But I also wanted time with my family and space to be pregnant and like with a newborn. And so she said, okay, she's like, I know you and you don't want to take things because I would just not part with my stuff. I was like, I'm not extra, extra, like you're the, like you're the extra, extra version of me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm the extra, extra version of you, but I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to get closer to you, Jenna. So that's why I'm wanting to do the time class and all these things that we talked about on our voice memos. But Jenna knew I wouldn't part with any of the things on my vision board. So she said, okay, go get more poster board and make it one and a half times bigger and just spread the things out. And so I was like, okay, I can do that. So I did it and uh, had a lot of blank space between the things that I wanted. And lo and behold, 
I found blank space in my life in one of the busiest years that I've ever had when I'm releasing a book and having a baby and moving into a new build. I found space. And it's just a cool thing. It's a cool thing to envision your life in general. Whatever method you want to use to do that, and I talk about a few different ones and all in, but however you want to do that, just make sure you're doing it. Make sure you're not just living, fly by the seat of your pants all the time and not even like assessing or thinking about the life that you're living or the life you want to live. Yeah. I had a cool moment because I usually just make like a Pinterest board for each year, like a private one. Mm-hmm. And at the end of last year, I was like, uh, one of my friends asked me like, Oh, do you do that? And I was like, Oh yeah, I made one for last year. And I hadn't really even revisited it, which probably would have made it even more powerful. Mm-hmm. And I like opened it up and I had like, well, I was so shook because I had put a billboard in Times Square on there. Yeah which was something that was not a part of our plan. It was not through my publisher. Like I was on a billboard in Times Square when my book came out because I had been in an event and met these people and they were like, Oh yeah, we can do that. And like just tracing like all of the like happenstance that happened behind something that I'd put on my vision board and even forgotten about. It was so crazy. I like texted them a picture of this and, and I was like, I don't even remember putting this on there. But I did because it was something that I wanted and a vision I had. And if I hadn't have met you, like it was just this crazy full circle moment where it was like, oh my gosh, like it really does work. And it works much better if you're looking at it every day. But at the same point too, I was like, wow, it's just so cool. And I also think I love what Jessica said of like, whoa, look at like how this happened. Because I think a lot of times we just are in constant achieve mode that we don't look back and be like, wait, this was what I want. This is what I dreamt of. Like I'm living that. And I think that that's such a beautiful reminder. Uh Yeah. I heard you talk about that in that Tom podcast that I just listened to you and Kylie. Has she had her baby? Wait, she did. She had a girl. Oh, she did. How sweet. Well, that podcast that you, you were saying, you're such a creative and it takes so long, like writing a book or like these things we do very far in advance. And by the time it like comes out into the world, we're already over it. We're onto something else. And about how you were wanting to bring more of that into your life of the pausing and saying, I did it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like the thing that I hoped for and prayed for and wanted more than anything in my entire life, it is here. And to take it a step further, and I wrote about this in one of my books, I always say like, don't let your blessings become your burdens. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, once you get those things, it's not saying like in a Pollyanna way, just say, oh, my kids are good all the time. I'm not going to complain about them. And my husband is like, just totally great cleaning the house, taking care of the kids and everything's, you know, life is life, but not, you know, just remembering, remembering that we have those things now and celebrating those things. And treating them like the blessings that they are in our lives. I always use that in my perspective shifts. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. 
A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, so I'm dying to know what's on the vision board for this year. Give us a little sneak peek. So you know what's so funny is I have my, I actually have it in here. I'm looking at it. I have a poster board that's out and I have things that are cut out and I haven't completed it. I'm not one that thinks you have to do it on January 1st. I really think like you can start anytime. I love a January 1st, anytime to like reset and restart but I spend a long time collecting things before I put them down because I really have to commit to it because I know how powerful it is. And I just want to make a side note. Like I'm also like, I believe in God and I'm not super like, you know, whatever you believe in, maybe you only believe in these types of things, but I'm also like, I pray about these things. And I I also, you know, there are other methods of, you know, bringing these things into my life. But I really do think that my vision boards are so unbelievably powerful that I have to really commit to what I want to throw on those vision boards because they're going to come. I really believe that almost every single thing on there is going to come true. So I will like hem and haw and have little clippings like cut out sitting on my desk for a long time before I'm like, okay, you've made the cut. The tape is going on you. You're going on the board. And So something that I'm putting right in the middle of my board that I'm looking at right now is, so I'm in a Polaroid era. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yep. Love it. I'm really loving Polaroids right now. I think that I've got like 200,000 pictures in my phone that never get printed out. And at the beginning of the year, I got sent a Polaroid in a PR package. And I was like, this is so beautiful how you just like, you take this picture, you got to get kind of lucky to get it in the right light. And, but it's such like a moment. And So um, at the beginning of the year, I was on a social media break for a week. And I just had this day where I was outside playing with my kids in this blow up bounce house that we had that we'd pulled out into the middle of our yard. And I wasn't on social media and I didn't have anything to do that day. And I was playing baseball in the yard with my boys and 
like in the bounce house with my little girl and my husband snapped a picture of me, a Polaroid. And it turned out like so cute. And it embodied exactly what I want to bring into my Mm. life this year, which is this thing that you've already mastered in your life. And it's just really being in this season with my children and also building this amazing business and continuing on with my podcast and merch and these books and all these things that I'm putting into the world because I'm really passionate about that, helping other people to live bigger lives. But I also have to keep reminding myself that like, my life is pretty big right now too. And I, and I want to take more time to enjoy that. So I'm putting those, there's two Polaroids and I'm putting, it's one of me playing baseball with the boys and one of me holding Sunday in the bounce house. And uh, those are going in the middle of the vision board. And um, I put them in the middle on purpose. I think also the places that you place things on your vision board matter. Tara was like, you need to kind of clump business things together, personal things together you know, house things or whatever it is on your vision board and kind of put them in sections. And I want to put that right in the middle of the board because I want that to be in the center of my life this year. And my word of the year this year was simplify. And simplify to me doesn't mean less. It it just means like simpler in all the good ways. And that photo really embodies my word of the year and how I want to be with my family and exist in my life. And around that are all the things I think that will get me there. I really, really want to master time and time management. And I believe things fall into your lap for a reason. And I've really been really obsessed with listening to all the podcasts you've done on that course that you took that I'm going to take. Yeah. Um, And I really want to maximize my time. I feel like sometimes when you work from home, you can be halfway doing 50 different things. And then you get to the end of the day and it's like, what did I do? Like I did 900 things, 25%, but did I even complete anything? Like everything's kind of open. Nothing's really tied up. I just don't feel super efficient right now. And that's something else that I want to represent on my vision board. And the other thing is health. I mean, I've got a six month old baby and I'm nursing and, you know, I haven't really grabbed my health by the horns like I really had before. And, you know, I found it really fascinating listening to something that you said, Jenna, about how you lived your life in this chronic state of exhaustion. Mm -hmm. And last year when I was the healthiest, like I had ever been before I got pregnant with Sunday, kind of when I took my health back into my hands, I felt like a different person. Mm -hmm. I had so much energy and vibrance and just, I felt clear headed and just like I could run through a brick wall every single day. And in getting a little bit loosey goosey with my diet through my pregnancy, and then just really letting it all go. Like after I had her, I have noticed like, I want to live this big life, but I've got to have the energy to do it. And I really want to get back to that place of health where I'm feeling that energy. So I'm going to represent that too on my vision board. And then of course I've got business goals and stuff, which I put very specifically on there and uh, yeah. Can't wait to watch it all unfold (laughs) over this next year. So if somebody is listening and they want to grab your new book and your old book, where can everybody grab those and where can they connect with you online? Everywhere. You can get it anywhere books are sold. I'm a big fan of hearing someone read their story in their own words. So I love Living Fully. The audiobook is just really close to my heart. I read that uh, myself. I also read All In, but 
I just really love the audio of Living Fully. All In, too, is such a pretty book. It's pink and it's got confetti on it. And I'm wearing like a blue cowboy hat and this big fluffy blue dress. Like, I love the way that the book looks. So I actually use it. I have it in my office right now. I have a really bright, pretty office. And it's pretty just sitting on my shelf, too. <laughs> and so Target, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, literally anywhere. And my website houses basically everything that I do. I, like Jenna, do a lot of different things. So I have a YouTube channel and a podcast and a merchandise line where we do holiday sweatshirts. That's just like one of my favorite parts of my business. And that's just MalloryIrvin.com. And on Instagram, I'm just Mallory Irvin. Uh, we have a YouTube channel and, you know, just everything. All the things. So. <laughs> Well, I cannot wait to watch you live into this vision. I cannot wait to be talking to you through the year and just watching everything unfold. And I'm so excited for people to get their hands on your new book and your old book and everything in the like. And I am just pumped for what this year is going to bring for both of us. Yes. Since we're life twins. I can't wait to see what we're going to get out of this year, Jenna. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I feel like Mal and I could co-host a show and talk about way too many topics under the sun. It has been so fun building a friendship with her, someone who is in such a similar season and stage of life. It is something that I find just truly invaluable. And I am so excited for her and what is ahead of her. I absolutely love how she really thoughtfully thinks about these visions that she wants for her life and she lives fully into them. Make sure you go out and grab a copy of each of her books, Living Fully and All In. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Of course, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. 
Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.